I believe in inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they desire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot. I've done a lot. I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all will be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vale's World. It's the team. Yo, 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 it's your boy Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vale's World Podcast. Yes, it's been a while, but I'm back. But before we get started, make sure y'all follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vales World Podcast. And if you would love to sponsor or be a guest for an upcoming episode, shoot us an email at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Now let's get on with the show. So for those that's not used to it, because I know it's been a while, we start off with a good read, then we tap into what's popping. That's some current events, either in Vales World or this messed up society all together and then we get to the hot topic so let's get it going with the good read so today's good read is shook one anxiety playing tricks on me by Charlemagne the god being shook is more than just a rap lyric for Charlemagne. it's his mission to overcome y'all know when we hear about shook it means nervous scared fearful and it takes a lot for someone to actually speak on that. It takes a lot of therapy. It takes so many different things for us to overcome that. And that's what this book really talks about. It was ahead of his game because a lot of black men, a lot of black people wasn't necessarily talking about depression and anxiety and things of that nature and ways to overcome the importance of therapy and why we believe that more black people should solicit therapy sessions in order to get better. It breaks down some of his early upbringings all the way into the infamous attack while he was going to work. So this book is a great book for anybody that is familiar with Charlemagne and just want to know why he is the way that he is and how he got there, as well as some tips of overcoming anxiety and depression. It's because in reality, we all have some sort of PTSD. We all have some type of trauma that we're recovering from. And a book like this reminds you that you're not alone. And some of the most famous and celebrated and financially stable people have and or have overcome some of the same issues. So again, today's good read is Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me by Charlemagne the God. And if you have a good read or you want to give me some feedback on this book or whatnot, feel free to hit us up at Vales World Podcast. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Or shoot us an email at Vales World Podcast at ldmonger.com. What's popping? So Gunner and Thugger both dropped albums. I believe the first one was a setup of Thugger. I believe he dropped that just to mess with the algorithm and and get some streams and get some views because you get paid by the streams for some artists. And we knew that was more of a response to like whatever gun I had to say. Some of the records and verses while he was in prison and others assumed that some of the music was pre-recorded before he was arrested which is possible. A lot of artists, especially those that have access to a studio 24 hours a day, 
they tend to have catalogs of unreleased music and and verses and things of that nature. And with a lot of our artists that have transitioned, that they continue to make new music in the same fashion. So an artist being arrested isn't a big surprise to me to have content to be able to release an album as of now. And some of the stuff was, again, in response of Gunna. So apparently that had to be somewhat made while he was going through the situation. And for Gunna album, it was actually a pretty good album. Explaining you know what was going on from his perspective. Really giving people the game, the production, the beat, the story. You know, it added substance to his music. So his album isn't bad. And I'm interested in seeing how the world, well, how black society responds to the ideal of a snitch, a rat making music that's semi-street related. And seeing where snitch culture goes, I think we are giving Gunna a lot of slack compared to Takashi 69. It's like a completely different ball game right now. So yeah, that's that'll be interesting in the upcoming days to see what spirals out of this. Business as usual, you know. That that album that gonna drop is still helping pay for lawyer fees and the books of Young Thug and however many other people are being indicted in this case at the moment. So we'll see. Got some good news for everybody. I was approved for the Forbes Black community. I'm excited to see what this community has in store and what I'm able to provide to it. I just dropped the graphics over the week and getting some great responses. I probably was approved. I think I got approved like three weeks ago. Just been slightly busy, so didn't have time to make the announcement. But I'm glad I finally did and seeing the, the praises, the glory, and hopefully I inspire other people to join the community of these great black community leaders, entrepreneurs industry leaders just to start the conversation celebrate each other and figure out how we can assist each other in our journey so i'm excited for that and yeah i know i couldn't go this episode without talking about the submarine first and foremost rest in peace everyone that died in the implosion of the ocean gate submarine that took many trips to visit the ocean floor and view the titanic prayers and Thoughts to all the family members that's involved in this process. There was a search for days as it pertains to a makeshift submarine that was going down to visit the Titanic ruins. Navy SEALs and the government knew that there was a possibility that the submarine imploded, but they couldn't confirm it. So they kept the search going on for days and days at a time. This information was released by Wall Street Journal a couple days after the time clock expired as it pertains to how much oxygen that they had access to. Unfortunately, this is one of those takes on science and technology failing. It can only get better from here. God bless the the souls and the families that was involved in the submarine implosion. All right. So if y'all want to talk about what's popping in y'all lives, make sure y'all Hit us up on our social media platforms at Vales World Podcast or shoot us an email at Vales World Podcast at LDMonger.com. Now, the hot topic shit talking veil. 
man, for those that know me, they know I am a good shit talker on the court, on photo shoots, at weddings, on 2K, on tic-tac-toe. It doesn't matter. I am competitive. I am a shit talker, especially when I'm comfortable. It's just a part of my my DNA. My, my mom's was a shit talker. My dad a shit talker. My stepdad a shit talker. My uncle a shit talker. My coaches, some of my biggest role models and, and people I aspire to endure some of the attributes and characteristics of them. They are shit talkers. So it was only meant and, and, and divine for me to be a shit talker. I'm pretty good at it. Pretty good at it. I love to remind people that I'm the the sweetest asshole you will ever meet. And I think I live up to that. So not only am I a shit talker and an asshole, I also try to compliment that by being the biggest lover and supporter as well. But it doesn't stop from my shit talking. And honestly, the more shit I talk to you, the more I rock with you realistically and i understand that there's boundaries and we kind of establish that as our relationship go on so i know when to bag off i know when i cross the line you just start establishing that within the relationship but for the most part if i fuck with you you will know because i'll be talking shit it's just me and my silence is honestly the disaster like when i'm not talking to you or everything is like surface level and it's like straight to the point, depending on their relationship. So if it's just work related, if it's just cordial and things of that nature, because I'm talking to you as it pertains to a necessity, because I have to, that's when it's an issue. That's when I don't really rock with you. But me talking shit is actually a good sign. That means I'm comfortable. That means I'm okay with our relationship. I am able to be myself, to be authentic, to be genuine, to show up as well. And I love that. One thing that I learned is that when you really find out when you are not as cool with someone as you thought, that's typically when my shit talking crosses a line in a sense, because I'm not disrespectful. I don't have any malice. And like when people do say I'm like, oh, that was disrespectful, things of that nature. And when you base it or tailor it towards what disrespect is, and again, it's very subjective. So what's disrespectful to you may not be disrespectful to somebody else. But then I also look into how to respond to that. And it's like, wait, that's not meant for that. Or someone assumed that you're picking on them out of a group when realistically you talk shit to everyone, but they only notice when you're talking shit to them which is okay, which is fine. And that's when I respect boundaries. I know now this is how I have to interact with this person and I adjust accordingly, right? I think that's an important piece as well because some people's sensitivity level is different and some people's understanding of you is different and how they want to perceive and understand you as well. So I take that into considerations in every relationship that I have, but it's dawning on me how when people get in their feelings, they forget everything you have done and they forget who you are and who you represent. For me as someone that wakes up every day and try to figure out ways to impact the world and have the track record of actually showing that family, friends, loved ones, strangers, like how I show up in the world genuinely on an everyday basis. But the one time that someone is in their feelings, they want to say, oh, you're disrespectful, you're this, you're that, and you selfish, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, wait, what? I love more than I talk shit. Believe it or not, I show up for people more than I talk shit. I give back time, money, resources, opportunities, skill set, 
more than I talk shit. So just because you and your feelings for this one minute, this hour, this day, however long it may be, that doesn't take away the things that I have done and continue to do for society. It doesn't take away from how I've been raised and the things that I have adjusted to become a better version of myself. So when people say, oh, Lavelle, you're disrespectful, I take that personal because I know how I was when I was disrespectful and I am not that Lavelle anymore. I can tell you that right now and I can be disrespectful, but I choose not to because that's not who I am. That's not what I represent. That is not how I want to be remembered. And I also had to understand that this generation, like this era is just very sensitive. It's certain things that it's actually a lot of things that I keep to myself, even as a shit talker. This council culture, this hypersensitive culture that we're currently in, I'm really not built for because I wasn't raised around hypersensitive people. Hyper emotional people, yes, but hypersensitive, no. We had some tough skin and it only made us tougher, honestly, from high schools and the, in the cafeteria with the the joining sessions to athletics when your coach say, I don't know how you're going to make the team next year and, and, and saying certain things to bring certain sparks out of it from spade games to so on and so on. But also understanding that everybody didn't grow up like that. And now in this phase in my life, I'm growing up with a lot of people that didn't necessarily have a so-called challenging background or upbringing in which I can relate to. And when you haven't been through nothing, you don't have the time to develop that physical, emotional callus to a lot of shit that I don't even feel. It doesn't even bother me. I don't even fan on the thought like it's things that happen and people like go so far right or so far left with. I'm like, how did you get there? Like what? And it's crazy. But me being me as the sweetest asshole in the world. I don't intend to disrespect. I don't intend to harm. I have no malice. I'm fast to talk shit, but I am even quicker to apologize. And I share that with everybody in my circle. If there's anything that I have ever said and done to disrespect you, to make you feel belittled or feel some type of way, regardless if I meant it or not, I will apologize and I will adjust how I communicate with you and try to be conscious of that boundary that you set because now I know that's a line that I shouldn't cross with you. And it also allows me to dive deeper and understand you as a person so that we can strengthen our relationship. I don't think disagreement is the end all be all and misunderstandings are, oh, we not friends. We're not going to talk to you anymore. I think those are the moments in which relationships actually grow stronger when you take the time and take whatever break you may need to come back and communicate for understanding and figuring out, okay, how did you get there? What was the upbringing? What brought you to that point? Oh, I understand. And then being able to share and connect within that disagreement, that misunderstanding. That's what true meaningful relationships are about. And when that person understands that, hey, I have no malice, I have nothing but love in my heart for you and the things that you're doing and what you represent. And for you to understand that, oh, when I said that or when I did that, it triggered this point of this person's life. And because I respect and honor that person, I'm going to do my best to not trigger this person, regardless of how little I may assume it could be. 
But because I respect and love and cherish our relationship, I'm going to do my best to honor that because not only did he or she say that this made them feel this way, they gave me the why. And that why is strong enough for me to alter my natural way of showing up and then even acknowledging it when I slip to let them know that I care. And that's what's important. So y'all still go get the, the sweetest asshole, the loving, the most supportive, the, the best shit talking veil that y'all ever going to get. But it all comes with boundaries. Peace and love. Thank y'all valians for being a part of this journey. Make sure y'all continue to engage on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bell's World Podcast. If you want to sponsor or be a guest on an upcoming episode, feel free to shoot us an email at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Do not hesitate to hit us up on Anchor and leave a voice memo and hear yourself on an upcoming episode. Veil's World can be heard on all the podcast platforms. I'm talking Apple. I'm talking Spotify and many more. And before you leave, make sure you hit the subscribe, share button, tell a friend to tell a friend. And yes, reviews are always wanted. Let the world know how you really feel. And I can't forget support. Become a monetary investor for as little as 99 cents a month. And we can take this thing a long way. Peace and love. It's the team.